0: Good evening. I would like to thank the elders for giving me this opportunity to present this lesson to you this evening in Brother Randy's absence. The title for the lesson tonight is taken from 1 Corinthians 14, verse 40, Let All Things Be Done Decently and In Order. We're going to take a look at how many individuals throughout the centuries have sought to change the and add and take away things from worship service that we come to meet each on Sunday, they've, to take away from worship to God, and in, in not in an orderly and pleasing manner. Jesus established the church. Christ is head of the church, Ephesians 5.23 tells us. And we must keep Christ as head of the church. He is the one that laid out the foundation to worship in a way that would be pleasing to God. And there is one body and one spirit, even as ye are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. Ephesians 4, chapter 4, verses 4 through 6. From Matthew 16, verse 18, And I say unto thee, that thou art Peter, And upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Notice in Matthew chapter 16, verse 18, it says, Jesus built my church. Jesus established only one church, that is his church. From Acts chapter 20, verse 28, Take heed, therefore, unto yourselves and to all the flock, over the which... The Holy Ghost hath made you overseers, to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with his own blood. Paul speaks directly to the elders, instructing them to teach and lead the church in accordance to the will of God. We here at Pippin are truly blessed with, to have faithful men and our elders here that lead this church that is always in a way that is pleasing in God's sight. Going back to Corinth in biblical times and ancient times, people there saw that they didn't they didn't like the way the church was conducted and Paul addresses the church in Corinth throughout 1 Corinthians. and in 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verses 4 through five, we have to stand in the power of God, not in wisdom of man. Individuals in the church had sin in their lives. Paul instructs them on what to do to become, Obedient in First Corinthians chapter six verses nine through eleven. He says, Know ye not that the unrighteous sh- unrighteousness no- shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adulterers, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revealers, nor extortioners, shall inherit the kingdom of God. And which were some of you, but you were washed, but you were sanctified, but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. In addition to that, there were individuals who were interpreting things being said or taught when too too many individuals were interpreting and it caused confusion. In 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 26 through 32. Paul quickly states to them in 1 Corinthians 14.33, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, and all the churches of the saints. Paul states at the end of the chapter, Let all things be done decently and in order, 1 Corinthians 14.40. That's our lesson text for this evening. Many individuals think it is necessary to make changes, just like in Corinth. But sadly, they want to change the way the church conducts worship and the aspects of it. And anything in in worship that causes confusion, God is not pleased with. Singing. We are instructed to sing in Ephesians 5.19 to make melody in our heart. And throughout the centuries, the aspects of man has brought in to the Lord's church and I've listed a few of them. Instrumental music. Some churches have added instrumental music to their singing, and we are not authorized anywhere in the New Testament to add instruments to our sing to the singing. Hand clapping and stomping of feet are practices that have become to make rhythm to songs to worship. And I sadly make note that this is going on in a local church of Christ in our community they have added things that god has not instructed and dancing dancing is another thing that is not instructed uh, any, and not found in, in the new testament in any scriptures these additions to worship are not scriptural and are not found anywhere in the new testament what the Lord has instructed us to do. In Ephesians 5.19, he says, Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. And also from Colossians 3.16, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Preaching and teaching. In Matthew seven, fifteen, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are raving wolves. And I've chosen to add some versions and translations of the Bible that has things that men has put in over the centuries to uh, go in accordance to their lives the Amplified Version from Ephesians 5.19, it says, Speak out to one another in psalms and spiritual songs, offering praises with voices and instruments, and making melody with all your heart to the Lord. You may note that word instruments, that has been added by man to accommodate their wants and their needs. And from the King James Version, we noted a, a second ago in the previous slide, Ephesians 5.19, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Our heart is our musical instrument and is our only instrument that we should use in worship. In the RSV version from Romans 11, chapter 11, verse 20, it says, that is true, they were broken off because of their unbeliefs, but you steadfast only through faith, so do not become proud, but stand in awe. And the King James translation of that says, Well, because of their unbelief, they were broken off, and thou steadfast by faith, not be not high-minded, but fear. You may notice in the RSV, they added the word only through faith. You see, one could get confused and think they can only be in faith, uh, be a faithful individual and not be baptized. And in the NIV version, or NIV translation, in Matthew 19, verse 9, it says, I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for marital unfaithfulness and marries another woman commits adultery. In the King James translation says, And I say unto you, whosoever shall put away his wife, except it be for fornication, and shall marry another, committeth adultery. And whosoever marrieth her which is, which is put away doth commit adultery. You may notice in the NIV, they replace the word fornication with marital unfaithfulness. Marital unfaithfulness could mean a variety of many certain things, just not fornication. And the last sentence in that verse, And whosoever marrieth her which is put away doth commit adultery. They completely took that last sentence out of that, out of that verse. Ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Matthew 6, 7, chapter 7, verse 16. Preach the word. Be instant in season and out of season. Reprove, reprove rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine. 2 Timothy 4, chapter 4, verse 2. And in Revelation 20, verse 10, And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Preachers must be careful with translations they use, because they could be listed as false prophets in the eyes of God if they do not preach the truth and what, he is, what God has established us to, to teach. The Lord's Supper, in Matthew chapter 26, verses 26 through 29, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, and gave thanks, and gave it unto them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit, of the vine until the de- that day when I drank it, it knew with you in my Father's kingdom. Some churches now decide to partake of the Lord's Supper whenever they want to, just not only on Sunday. We have no other biblical example than to partake of the Lord's Supper than on the first day of the week. Some congregations partake of the Lord's Supper whenever they want to. We don't have authority to partake of the Lord's Supper on any other day or occasion. And from Acts chapter 20, verse 7, it says, And upon the first day of the week, when the disciples came together to break bread, Paul preached unto them, ready to depart on the morrow, and continued his speech until midnight. Many individuals partake of the Lord's Supper during wedding ceremonies or some other event being held at the church building, such as a youth event, And these are not forms of worship services, and we have no biblical authority in the New Testament for these practices. (coughs) Baptisms. In Matthew chapter 28, verse 19 says, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. In some churches of Christ, applause and shouting from the congregation follows the baptism. And there again, we have no biblical example to clap or shout after a baptism. And I have chosen to put two of uh, of, uh, those examples where two individuals were baptized in the New Testament. And in Matthew chapter 3, verses 16 through 17, And Jesus went... He was baptized, went up straight out of the water, and, lo, the heavens were opened unto him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting upon him. And, lo, a voice from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. In Acts chapter 8, verses 38 and 39, it says, And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they were come and, and when they were come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord called away Philip that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. We are to show our love and support and encouragement to the individual being baptized and putting making that great step in their life. But we are to do that in a proper way. And you may notice that these two examples, neither Hank no one. Hand, had it. hand clapping or shouting anywhere women in worship in 1st Timothy chapter 2 11, verses 11 through 13 let the women learn in silence with all subjection but I suffer not a woman to teach nor usurp authority over the man but to be in silence for Adam was first formed then Eve some churches of Christ appoint female preachers, elders, and deacons. In addition to reading scripture and leading prayers, also going back to that church in Corinth that Paul addressed in First Corinthians fourteen, chapter thirty-four through first forty-four. Uh, excuse me, chapter fourteen, verses thirty-four and thirty-five. Let your women keep silent in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak. But they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their husbands at home, for it is a shame for a woman to speak in the church. The Lord has not authorized women to conduct the worship service in any way. Change with Customs. So many churches of Christ want to bring in the customs and new up-to-date practices in worship. These new things that man has introduced lean toward pleasing man and what they are interested in and not the will of God. In Mark chapter 7, verses 6 through 8, Jesus said, He answered and said unto them, Will hath Esthenics prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honoreth me with their lips, but their hearts is far from me. Howbeit in vain do they worship me, teaching for doctrines the commandments of men, for laying aside the commandments of God. Ye hold the tradition of men as the washing of pots and cups, and many other individuals like things ye do. Mark chapter 7, verses six, 6 through 8. These individuals had uh, went, leaned toward the teaching of the commandments of men and thrown away what God had, ta- had commanded them to do. And in addition to that, some churches of Christ that are large in number have split because change with customs have taken place. And I have chosen an example here This is the Madison Church of Christ in Nashville, Tennessee. This is one of the many churches of Christ that has two services, a traditional service at 8 a.m. and a contemporary service at 10.30 a.m. In the traditional service, service that lasts one hour, a cappella singing that includes hymns and a a few newer selections, thought-provoking teaching based on the Bible, Meditative, solemn, and reflective communion style fun-filled his kids' worship program for ages two years through fourth grade and the contemporary worship service. Worship experience that lasts little over an hour, casual, come-as-you-are atmosphere and dress, a cappella music led by both men and women that includes all newer selections and special music, thought-provoking teaching based on the Bible, Communion includes experimental elements such as music, conversational, and community faith-based, multimedia presentations, video drama, and dramatic readings, and fun-filled His Kids worship program. Going back up to the contemporary and the casual come-as-you-are atmosphere, some individuals think it's okay to dress inappropriately, even if It causes a stumbling block or causes one to be tempted. If one comes to a worship service like this, this, these things could occur. And going down at the bottom, his kids uh, worship. We have no biblical example of anyone or any congregation worshiping separately. If the kids are separated, how are they going to learn the true meaning of worship and how it should be conducted? The Judgment Day. There in Mark chapter 14, one, verses 1 through 4, right when Jesus was fixing to be handed over to, the, to, the, to Pilate to be crucified, he said, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare, prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Many religious individuals will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. And we are uh, assured of that in Matthew chapter 7, verses 21 through 23. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say unto me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not... Prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. And then he will, and then I will, will. I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Matthew chapter seven, verses twenty-one through twenty-three. Jesus made reference that these individuals, these are religious individuals, because it, he made note that they are going to say that. Have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works. But due to their ways of worship, it's going to cost them their soul. And in John chapter 4, verse 23, But the hour cometh, and now is, when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. And in our conclusion tonight, John chapter 4, verse 24, God is the Spirit, and they that worship Him must worship Him in spirit and in truth. And in James chapter 4, verse 14, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. It will be a great feeling knowing that when the Lord says, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, that we have worshipped in spirit and in truth all of our lives while we're living here on earth. And in Revelation 22, chapter 22, verses 18 through 19, For I testify unto every man that heareth the words of the prophecy of this book, If any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And if any man shall take away from these words of the book of this book of the book of this prophecy, God shall take o- away his part out of the book of life, and out of the holy city, and from the things which are written in this book. May we always strive each and every time we come here to worship God in spirit and in truth, and to worship decently and in order and. Never give in to any of these things that has been mentioned here today. And as we come to, to the close of our lesson tonight, let us all examine ourselves. You have how to become a Christian is listed up here. You have to hear the word Romans 10:17, believe Mark 16:16, 16, 16. repent Luke chapter 13 verse 3, and confess Romans chapter 10 verse 9. Be baptized Acts chapter 2 verse 38, and remain faithful unto death, Revelation 2, chapter 10. Or perhaps you've been baptized, and you have wandered away from God, allowing things to come into your life that is not pleasing unto him. Please don't stay in that state. We will be happy to pray with you and for you. If you need to respond to the invitation tonight, please come now while we stand and while we sing.